Welcome to another episode of Ride with Janice. Couple of quick safety tips. Make sure you're using the speaker function on your phone so you can hear your surroundings. You can also use some in-ear headphones. We suggest you have your horse saddled and ready to go before any episode of Ride with Janice. If you'd like to know more about anything you hear in this podcast, contact us at pilatesfordressage.com. Also, be sure to sign up to our monthly newsletter where you'll receive news, tips and special offers. It's time to make some moments. Here's Janice. Hey riders, Janice Dulac here. Pilates for Dressage, the training and support you need to turn your rides into moments. So if you're not on your horse, join me now. Some days I hang out, depending on what my horse is feeling like, and some days I'm on, I just hop on. So I'm on, so swing your leg up and ride with me a little bit. I'm thinking about my hands today. You know, um, in dressage, and I don't know about maybe another, I'm, I'm, I'm just not an expert in any other, uh, I'm not, not that I'm an expert per se, but I am more acquainted with dressage terminology. In dressage riding, we talk about the aids that we aid our horse, um, we help our horse to do what we want them to do. We have our seat, we have our legs, and we have our hands. And they always talk about independent seat, leg, and hands. So I am a nerd, and so I have taken that very seriously in my riding career. It's like, how the heck do we do what we say we're doing? That's sort of always my investigation. That's what I do with Pilates. It's like, you're supposed to do this and that and the other. I'm like, okay, are we doing it? And if we are, how are we doing it? So I deconstruct everything. So I deconstruct seat, I can deconstruct legs, and I deconstruct hands. So today, I'm going to work a little bit on, I've got my seat, I've got my legs, I have my feet down in stirrup. I talk about a vertical balance, which is um, something we'll talk about in another podcast. But the hands business is interesting because I always say to people when I'm teaching in clinics, I have them take the rein and then I say, I don't care what frame your horse is in. If you want a long rein, go ahead with a long rein. If you want a short rein, shorter rein, whatever frame you want your horse to go in, right? And so you take that length of rein. So the length of the rein is the length of the frame you want, whether it's training level, intro level, first level, second level, third level. So take that. And I always tell them, hold the reins with a fist, and when I say fist, I just mean your fingers closed, your thumbs on top of the rein, and put your hands on the saddle. Because I always tell them, if you don't do something with your hands, you're gonna do something with your hands. Think about that. If you don't do something with them, you're going to do something with them. And most often, people lift their hands, they fly around, one hand's going this way, one hand's going the other, and the hands become such an important communication tool with the horse. And so if you're not doing something with your hands, you're doing something with your hands. So I need your hands to do, as one person once said, something nothing. <laughs> so some, they're doing nothing, but they're doing something. So I have my hands on the reins. And I have, I put my hands on so that my pinky finger, I could wear the saddle down where my pinky finger kind of rubs back and forth over the sides of the pummel, right? So 
Um, we're just walking in a basically a training level frame, nothing fancy. And I am having my hands, my little fingers, my pinky fingers touch the saddle. And they're going back and forth a little bit, not a lot. They're not pumping back and forth eight to 10 inches or eight inches or five inches. They're going back and forth maybe one inch at the most, okay? So I want to think about how we use the hand. And actually I discovered a good way to think about it from Hubertus Schmidt. Uh, Hubertus Schmidt is a uh, very famous German trainer of dressage horses. And he wrote an article, it was in Dressage Today, long time ago. And he was talking about holding the reins and how you hold the reins with different muscle tension. So for example, if I am going to pick up a flower off the table, I don't have to use a lot of muscle tension in my hand, in my fist. However, if I'm gonna lift a 10 pound weight, I'm gonna have to really close my hand around that weight and use a lot of muscle energy in my fingers and my hands making that fist. So I like to, and he talked about that. You, and I talk about that a lot in, in terms of dynamic use of your abdominals, that they're dynamic. It's not you just suck your stomach in and ride. Your, 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 all your musculature should be dynamic, meaning it should be able to vary the levels of tension. And when we talk about tension or effort, we're talking about positive tension or effort. So if I'm just walking around here, I am have my reins, my hands, in, let's say one to five. So if one is picking up a flower, five is you're gonna punch somebody in the nose because they said something nasty about your horse. So um, I'm at a one right now, and then I'm gonna see what happens when I hold a little tighter to two. He stopped. <laughs> You're such a good boy, Novi. He stopped. All I had to do, I didn't have to go to a five. I didn't have to go to a fist. I, I'm like, a, like I'm going to punch somebody. All I had to do is a muscle effort from one to two, and he stopped. So that's kind of cool. But sometimes you may have to go to a five. And I actually have with him, if, if he's uh, you know getting a little strong in the canner, of course, I'm going to try to do something with my seat first, my legs second, my hands third. So, um, all right, I'm gonna let go to a one again. We're gonna walk on, that was so cute. And now, so I'm just like kind of basically holding a rose in my hand, not, not much muscle effort. And now I'm going to think about increasing that effort, holding it more. Oh, he stops off a two, cause he's well-trained. He's a good boy. But I'm curious to see how you might find that. How much fist does it take? Like how much muscle tension in your hand does it take to stop your horse? And also how much do you need, right? So oftentimes I see riders with like a death grip. Their forearm is really tight. Their wrist is tight and their hand is like, like I'm gonna punch somebody any second now and they're riding their horse with that much uh, tension in like, you know, from one to five, five, one being the least amount of tension, five the most, they're riding with a 10, right? They just really hold their hand and their forearm with such tension. So 
the thing I'd like you to muse about today when you're riding is how much do you need to keep that steady contact, right? And then how much do you need to stop your horse? Now, stopping your horse is also a whole other can of worms, which I discuss in length in, in my work, because I want the horse to really stop off my, by pulling my stomach in, I want my horse to stop off my seat. But, um, but in reality, we have to go through some stages. So right now, I'm, I'm letting him walk again. He's so good. And then now I'm going to think about, let's say I want him to come up into a third level frame. So now I'm going to walk. And now I'm going to use my hands from a, from a one effort. And I'm going to kind of squeeze and release as I need to inside leg, outside rein. I mean, inside rain, outside rain, using my legs, of course. And I'm using them from a one to maybe even a four to help him understand that I want him to come up through his back a little bit more. So I might, and then when he comes up, like right now he's coming up, he's lifting his withers, then I can go to a one and he's gonna stay there for me. Then he starts to get a little sticky, so then I'm gonna add a little leg and I'm gonna use a little bit more up to him for, and say, hey, you stay with me, stay with me, stay with me, stay up here, lift your wither. So, so how I use my hands, in other words, I'm not expecting you to lift your horse into a third level frame or fourth, you know. I'm just thinking that, are you thinking about your hands? Are you doing something with your hands or are they just automatically holding the reins and grabbing at the bit and, and flying all over the place? I used to do that. Man, I um, had an Austrian trainer and he just would yell and scream to keep my hands not moving. They, they can't move. They, they can't, I always say they move in place, but not in space. So I could work the reins from one to five, but I had to have my knuckles on the saddle. It was obvious that my left hand was kind of wild because at the end of the ride, I would have a blister on my pinky um, knuckle from making sure it stayed down at the saddle, on the saddle, so my Austrian um, Spanish riding school instructor would not have a cow, right? We always want to please our teachers. So that's the, and I didn't understand that for a long time. It's like, uh, I was obviously moving my hands so much, I was disrupting my horse's way of going. So this is a thought for you today when you ride. It's gonna be a thought for me when I start to pick my horse up a little bit more and put him into the walk, the trot, and the canter is where are my hands, what am I doing with them? Because as I said, if you don't do something with them, you're gonna do something with them. Your hands need to be used dynamically from a one to a five, five being a runaway horse and you better hold, <laughs> you're gonna hold them back. Or, um, and that your pinky fingers are in touch with the front of the saddle. Maybe, you know, the um, depending on your arms, maybe it has to be more forward on the front of the saddle pad. But you have to pick a place to set your hands and then keep them there. And I invite you to go watch some Grand Prix riders. Laura Graves is amazing. Charlotte Dujardin is amazing. And I watch them. Now their hands are high up because they're riding Grand Prix and that's a whole other uh, topic of where your hands should go. But there they are <laughs> up there and it's walk, trot, canter, pee off, tempi changes, passage, extended, collected, the hands don't move. 
they don't move in space. You know there's a lot of that one to five going on in their muscles, but the hands don't move in space. So two things about today, don't move your hands in space, but work them in place from muscle effort from one to five. Notice as you're riding, do your hands fly off the saddle? Do they go off? Do they go up? They go down. Think about that. Every time the hand comes up, you're lifting that bit up in the horse's mouth. Every time the hand goes to the side, you're pulling the bit to the side and asking them to turn. Crudely, I might add, I never turn my horse with my rein unless you absolutely have to. But I want you to think about your hands, what they're doing, how they're doing it. And then maybe you'll create a magical moment that you can share with me. Janice Dulac here. See you next time. We hope you enjoyed that episode of Ride with Janice. If you're curious about what ridermanship can do for you and your horse, be sure to visit our website, Pilates for Dressage. Ridermanship is an online training program that allows you to change your posture for more ease of motion in your daily life and while you ride. You'll master correct riding biomechanics and follow your horse's movements in all gates with harmony. Your aids will be invisible and your horse will be happy. The next intake is March 2022, so be sure to sign up to our monthly newsletter and be reminded when our intake begins. Don't forget to hit follow or subscribe on this podcast to make sure you never miss an episode. Until next time.